0: We live in a time of unprecedented faithlessness. I don't mean by the normal people on the street who don't think much about God and the four last things, if at all. That's unfortunately a given, and we are called to evangelize them, to bring the light of the gospel to those people, and to bring them into the church. No, I don't mean them, though. I do mean the bishops of the church, who have denied soul-saving sacraments from people, those who have denied emergency baptism, confession, and extreme unction to people during our current crisis. There are countless people at this moment in desperate need of those sacraments, and they are dying without the benefit of a priest to hear their confession, to give them viaticum, and without the last rites of the church. It is not a condition I wish on the worst people in human history, let alone the faithful for whom the sacraments are normally offered at the end of their lives. This faithlessness is staggering and Even in this age of modernism, this crisis in the church where many of our shepherds have embraced an ideology that runs counter to the Catholic faith, a theology formally condemned by Pius X, one that is faithless to the core. I say faithless because no one in their right mind would deprive otherwise good Catholics of -of end-of-life access to the sacraments under any circumstances. Yet in numerous dioceses around the afflicted countries of the mostly western world, that is exactly what has happened, and it is heartbreaking. I'm not the only one to say that the bishops have no right to do this either. Cardinal Sarah was interviewed by a French magazine recently and said that the sacraments are an inalienable right for the dying faithful. We'll get into that today, and as well as some other things he said, and I truly hope that the bishops will heed his words and permit their priests to give the sacraments to the dying without repercussions. The translation of the interview comes from LifeSight. The Cardinal spoke of numerous topics, all deeply woven together, set in the backdrop of the current affliction crisis that has upended the tenuous nature of our civilization. The current crisis, Cardinal Sarah says, has destroyed the materialist illusions of our world, of prosperity and solutions to our problems that don't require God to be present. Cardinal Serra says, quote, of these myths, you can consume without limits to the collapse in the present situation. Stock markets are falling. Bankruptcies are everywhere. He observed, also noting that man's dreams of transhumanism and augmented humanity, that biotechnologies would make invincible and immortal, have been dashed by the affliction. The so-called almighty man appears in his stark reality. All at once he is naked. His weakness and vulnerability are glaring. Being confined to our homes will, I hope, enable us to turn once again to the essential things, to rediscover the importance of our relationship with God, and thus the centrality of prayer in human existence, and in the awareness of our fragility, to entrust ourselves to God and to his paternal mercy, Cardinal Sarah said, End quote. The central myth of our age, according to Cardinal Serra, is one that will hit home to many Americans. The myth of the radical independent individual with no meaningful ties to others. Quote, When everything collapses, only the bonds of marriage, family, and friendship will remain. We have rediscovered that as members of a nation, we are bound by invisible but real bonds. Most of all, we have rediscovered that we are dependent on God, he insisted. And what has been the result? Silence of this Cardinal Sarah has much to say again, quoting the article, Cardinal Sarah suggested that we use solitude and confinement to dare pray. What if we dared to transform our family and our home into a domestic church? He asked a church is a sacred place that reminds us that in such a house of prayer, everything must be lived in seeking to direct everything and every choice towards the glory of God. Is death really the end of everything? The cardinal asked. In France, a more deeply secularized nation than the United States, such a question is particularly relevant. He also gave the answer. Or is it not a passage, painful indeed, but which leads to life? That is why the risen Christ is our great hope. Are we not like Job in the Bible, depleted of everything, empty-handed, with an anxious heart? What do we have left? Anger against God is absurd. We are left with adoration, trust, and contemplation of the mystery." End quote. That should be our answer, but as we've seen, many in the world have embraced the sins available even in our confinement, the other affliction that must be making great inroads at this time, indecency and impurity of the kind most easily available on the internet, and many such sites have now offered free membership to those stuck at home. It's truly reprehensible. Cardinal Serra was asked, what should priests do in this time of unprecedented spiritual darkness and hopelessness? A situation that is compounded by a failure of leadership in the church in many dioceses, where the bishops have mandated that all sacraments cease. His response is one that I hope the bishops who've done this hear and act upon. Quote, The Pope was very clear. Priests must do everything they can to remain close to the faithful. They must do everything in their power to assist the dying, without complicating the task of the caretakers and the civil authorities. But no one has the right to deprive a sick or dying person of the spiritual assistance of a priest. It is an absolute and inalienable right. In Italy, the clergy has already paid a heavy price. Seventy-five priests have died assisting the sick. But I also believe that many priests are rediscovering their vocation to prayer and intercession on behalf of the whole people. The priest is made to stand constantly before God to adore, glorify, and serve him. Thus, in confined countries, priests find themselves in the situation inaugurated by Benedict XVI. They learn to spend their days in prayer, solitude, and silence, offered for the salvation of mankind. If they cannot physically hold the hand of each dying person as they would like, they discover that, in adoration, they can intercede for each one. End quote. The striking thing about this interview is that Cardinal Serra says that what many of us have been thinking, that the world is looking for strong leadership from the Church. If you don't think that is the case, when Francis did his special Ubi at Orbi address in the rain, all of the media covered it, and covered it positively. Regardless of what you might think of that event itself, the positive reaction from the world is evidence of Sarah's claim, that the world is seeking the leadership of the church right now. Aside from maybe that one act, we've seen precious little, and some of what we've seen has been rather counterproductive. See my two videos about Pope Francis this week for an example of that, to be blunt about it. But it is worth repeating what Cardinal Sarah said in the interview. At a time when so many are dying alone without the presence of loved ones, at a time when so many are in isolation and needing the sacraments, Cardinal Serra insisted that, quote, no one has the right to deprive a sick or dying person of the spiritual assistance of a priest. It is an absolute and inalienable right. An absolute and inalienable right. Are you listening, Cardinal Supich? The Archdiocese of Chicago banned emergency baptism without the consent of a bishop and banned all the other sacraments as far as I've read. That violates the law of the church, the supreme law of the church. And you, you faithful listener, as a Catholic, are not bound to follow such evil dictates. If you see a person dying, you should offer them baptism if they haven't been baptized. It is your duty to act, and no modernist in a mitre can stop you from doing so. When souls are at stake, no authority on earth has the right to prevent the lay faithful or good courageous priests from doing their duty. That is lost on many of us today, and it is a sign of the state of the faith in the world. It often brings to mind the words of our Lord when he said in the Gospel of Luke, When the Son of Man returns, will he find faith? I can only imagine the despair and hopelessness some must be feeling in isolation now, far from the sacraments. Some will ask what are the limits of obedience? should we not be obedient to the authorities. The church says that we are bound to follow even bad dictates of bishops and popes as long as they do not conflict with the faith. Clearly, this closing of the sacraments to even the dying conflicts with the faith. No priest is duty bound to follow these orders. Defying them will take great courage, given that they may lose their author- authorization to say the Mass and to hear confession once they do so, having thus earned the white crown of martyrdom from, inv- from vindictive bishops." But what else are the good priests to do? These are darker times than many realize, as the loss of souls due to the fear or faithlessness of some bishops now is a crime that must cry out to heaven for vengeance. Pray for those who are without a priest to hear their confession and will not be able to receive last rites due to these men, and pray for the conversion of heart of those making these wicked decisions. If you want to read that article for yourself, like everything else I do, the sources are on the sources blog at returntotradition.org. A link is in the description of this video under sources. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. It's statements like this from Cardinal Sarah that make me very, very thankful that we have good cardinals in places of authority still, and good bishops still in some places in the Western world. We should all be thankful that many of our bishops have not fully succumbed to the fear that it's omnipresent in the culture, by keeping access to confession available to the faithful who want it. And please, pray for the priests who courageously offer the sacraments to the dying right now at great physical and material risks to themselves. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.